This is the Building Walls Podcast, episode number 55, recorded October 5th, 2021. FJB, you mask holes. That's why I made it a priority my entire career to work closely with you. From the time I got to the Senate 180 years ago. No man has a right to raise a hand to a woman in anger other than in self-defense. I'm prepared to say that I have a record of over 40 years and that I'm going to beat Joe Biden. Look at my record. Calling this the Chinese virus. There are reports of dozens of incidents of bias against Chinese Americans in this country. Your own aide, Secretary Azar, says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause the virus. It's not racist at all, no, not at all. It comes from China. Take a look Vice at President what New York Biden. has done in terms of the, turning the curve down in terms of the number of people dying. And I don't look at this in terms of the way he does. Blue states and red states, they're all the United States. And look at the states that are having such a spike in the coronavirus. They're the red states. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Building Walls Podcast. Mr. Chris Dayton, how you doing over there? I'm here. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Dude, that that was nice. I like that. It was a little awkward the other week. That was nice. Well, it was only awkward because you introduced our guest before you introduced me. Do, I, I, what, do we have to go over this again? I'm saving the best for last. I mean... I mean, I'm still holding on to it. It's a week later. I'm upset. I'm still feeling kind of not loved by you. And you've been very critical of me lately. You know, it's okay to be upset, but it's not okay to chase a senator into the bathroom. I mean, Joe Biden said it's part of the process. So Dude. we should probably. Oh, my just... gosh. I mean, he did. He said that. He did. Chad, he did say that. He stood up there at a podium and he said, you know what? I don't agree with it, but come on. Let's it happens real. to everybody. It's, it's, it's part, part of the process. process. Unless you have Secret Service standing around you. I guess, well, then, okay. Well, oh, all right. Sounds good. Thanks, Joe. Here's what's crazy is this whole thing is about the Build Back Better agenda, right? And well, if it's if it's anything like the last uh, agenda they rammed through – I don't even know what's in this thing. Why? Because they don't share it. Why every time do I hear build back better? When you say that, I hear <laughs> my neck, my back. <laughs> you know the rest and my crack. You all to cap it there. <laughs> this is a family-oriented show, people. So, But every time I hear that, build back better, I'm like, oh, God, what are we even talking about here? So, <sighs> Christopher? Joe Biden, he was my vice president. Now we need to build back better. I stand sort of behind this. I'm just not going to tell anybody because, well, if I let everyone know who I was, well, I wouldn't have been president. That's what I feel like Barack Obama's doing in the background. Do you think Barack's running the show? So here's a very interesting, it's funny you pose that question. I listened to the Dan Bongino mm. show. Uh, he is a conservative pundit, talk show host, whoever. And he used to be in the Secret Service, used to be in the military. And 
listened to him the other day. He was talking about how Barack Obama was a totally different person behind the scenes than he was in public. He said it was actually shocking to know how, I don't want to say how conservative he was, but how he didn't exactly, you know, he was a little more conservative behind the public eye than he was in front of it because that's not going to get your votes. Right. And that's how eh, it's all about the vote. Is it not? I mean, it is, it's all about the vote. That's what these people want. And when you're in politics, I feel like you almost sell your soul just to get somebody to check your name in a ballot box. Right. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. So, which the fact that you're saying that is so crazy that Kristen Cinema, Joe Manchin. I mean, Joe Manchin's always been more of a moderate, but it's so crazy that people like them are now standing up for this Build Back Better agenda that is atrocious to the country, atrocious to the economy, and finally, finally. There's a couple of Democratic senators who aren't going with the flow. They're finally standing up. They're finally saying that you're not going to pressure us into making a vote for something that's stupid. I've been waiting for this ever since I've been of voting age. I can't believe it's finally happening. I mean, seriously, if you look at what's in this bill, $3 billion for tree equity, so that people can feel like they have equitable trees. I know we've talked about this before, but I mean, right. this stuff, how about 200 million to Nancy Pelosi for a park for her district, a park. See, that's the things that drive me nuts. It's like, this, this is not going to fly. And you keep putting this in here and it's terrible. And, and it's not that terrible. those things are bad or that we shouldn't put money towards them necessarily. It's the fact that, we are running a deficit and in the moment when we need to create you know do do the exact opposite they're continuing to give money towards trees i can yeah. guarantee you every single plant herb and tree on this earth does not care about you i guarantee it why? It's never shown any love or affection. Exactly. They don't have any feelings. They're inanimate they don't objects. don't have a soul? <laughs> Just like a vampire. Vampires don't have souls either. Well, happy Halloween to you, buddy boy. Ooh. It's October. Wow. It's October. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> but, it's, it's, I mean, Chris, the fact that they – so imagine this, right? Imagine that it's a group of conservatives or Republicans chasing this person into the bathroom. The first thing they would have said was, did you see that male chasing Kristen Cinema into the bathroom, a woman's bathroom? Can you believe that? Was but, it a male though? I thought it was a I thought it was a woman who followed her into the bathroom and was berating her. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, if it was the other way around, they would have made up something for this to all of a sudden be about anything but the politics. Well, it's definitely I mean, they the left definitely has double standards. They don't really operate from 
Because uh, otherwise, they'd have no standards. I mean, very cliche. Congratulations. <laughs> Way to get that zinger in. Had to. I mean, and why not? It was teed up for you. But, Chad, I mean, at the end of the day, I think a lot of uh, people are just over these games. And I agree with you. Like, what if you flip it around and said, oh, yeah, the Republicans are doing that? Or if there were, you know, conservative people following each other into bathrooms, berating people and saying things like, I don't know, two senators shouldn't have the ability to hold back the progression of America. Oh wait, that's Barry, Bernie Sanders. That's right. I'm sorry. That wasn't that wasn't a conservative thing. That was Bernie Sanders, who clearly doesn't understand democracy and how people vote. And we still live in a democracy. And owns three whatever. houses and is a millionaire. Yeah, but you know, two people should have the ability to vote the way that they want to vote. And because you don't have the majority, uh, I guess that's exactly what that means: is that we're going to go a different direction. Yeah, I don't it, – it's just all this hypocrisy, right? All these double standards we see from the left. Just like uh, – and you mentioned this as we were chatting earlier, and I, I didn't see it. So I knew that DeSant, Ron DeSantis, governor of uh, Florida, his wife gets diagnosed with breast cancer. And this uh, is something that sad. you were reading. And the liberals come out and say, oh, that's, oh, that's karma. That, I mean, that's just the sadness that we live in right now, that you can be so callous towards humanity. And yeah, I get it. You don't like the guy. You, I mean, you hate the idea of freedom and having the ability for people to choose for themselves. It scares you know the left to death that we would prefer to be able to choose what we want to do whenever we want to do it. Um, so yeah, our figure point, has a family personal issue. His wife is diagnosed with breast cancer. Uh, and it's really tragic and it's really sad. And people who have to go through that, there's people who are listening that have had, you know, that happen. And everybody, I think everybody has been touched by this horrible disease at some point. And I'm not talking about COVID. I'm talking about cancer. And uh, that's, it, it's really tragic that there's people who would wish ill on that. You know what? I would prefer if they just kept their mouth shut. I don't need your thoughts and prayers. I'm sure Ron DeSantis doesn't need your thoughts and prayers. But what we don't need is people just putting that out there and just being like, yeah, that's karma. You get that for all the things you've done. Karma. That's such bullshit. What kind of society is that I mean, anyway? What I don't get about this, and it's not it's not everyone on the left, right? It is not. Right, no. It's not all it's people not. who vote Democrat. It's not all liberals. But how often are we going to see, you know, slam through the media, riots, things like this, people saying, oh, that's oh, that's karma. And if a conservative news outlet didn't cover it at all, it wouldn't be covered, period. Because right. that doesn't push their agenda. Right. When are we going to wake up? Right. When are we going to real realize that this is the craziest thing? If you think about this. So the media who is covered by the First Amendment goes out and tries to censor other speech. That is the exact definition of hypocrisy. 
right? Uh, it's insane. It's insane. <clears throat> I held short there. I feel like we should get an end of the rant. I mean, it's your turn. But before we do the rant, my man, I know that you have a special treat for us this week. And I want to know what the beer promo is. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. But first, I, f- I feel like I don't want to, you know, no person left behind in Afghanistan, which Joe Biden said that, but it never happened. Let's give a shout out to Mr. Producer. Attack helicopter. Where you introduce him at the start, but he's such an integral part of the show. I'm over here just sitting in the quiet, uh, but it's okay. I'm okay with it. We love you over there. Love you guys too. I just want to make sure that you get props. So I don't think. Well, dude, and just before we move on to the rant, I mean, it's it's huge because yeah, I mean, attack helicopter means everything to this show. We don't have this high quality show without attack helicopter. Absolutely. When it was just us walking uphill to school, both ways, doing all the work ourselves. Barefoot. Yep. Way worse <laughs> than it is now. <laughs> so into the beer promo, if you have not tried this beer. So I don't like porters. I love Guinness. And I'll, I mean, I'll drink anything, right? Anything that tastes good. So Yingling, which is not distributed in many states... Now that I've moved out of Michigan, I can get Yingling at my pleasure. Mm. They partnered with Hershey, two Pennsylvania Pennsylvania companies, and created a Hershey's Porter. And you don't have to like porters to like this beer because I don't like porters. But I love this beer. If you like chocolate and you like beer, this is hands down a must buy. Hands down. It's delicious. Yeah, I think I've shared one with you before, right? Indeed. It is very delicious. Yeah, and you're not a dark beer fan either. It's it's the best beer around. There is seriously none other better beer. Everybody knows that that beer is the best. And if you want to have the best, all the other ones are the worst. And only Chad Wiles picks the best beers. Proud That's of you, it. Chad. I'm proud of you. So into the rant. <laughs> The rant really goes along with everything that we've been talking about here. These people on the left, right? Some of these pundits, some of these well-known figures, figureheads, if you want to put it that way, are so out of their mind. They don't even live in the same realm that the rest of us live in. Like the rest of us live on Earth. They're flat earthers, okay? We live on a round earth. They are flat earthers. Right? One day they think that there's a chance. They, <laughs> dude, they hope that all of us Republicans or conservatives, I don't even want to call myself a, a Republican. I'm a conservative. They, they hope that one day we'll just walk off the flat earth. And then all of a sudden they can rule this selfish land to themselves, right? So Chank or Kank or whatever his name is, I don't care because he's such a moron. Somebody asked him about Joe Rogan and getting into a fight with Joe Rogan, eh, something like that. And they're like, hey, Chank, what happens if you got in a fight with Joe Rogan? 
and he says something like, "Oh, I thought he could handle himself. That he's a he's a big boy." Oh, because it was talking about freedom of freedom of speech, and Joe Rogan was giving him crap about it, and it was like, "Who would win in a fight?" and Chank was like, oh, I'd pound him or whatever. Like, he can grow a pair and defend himself. Like, dude, I don't think that he understands who Joe Rogan is, right? And this is everyone on the left who is in the public eye. They don't actually research. They don't care about the facts, right? Because facts don't care about your feelings. All they care about is how does it make them feel at this certain point in time? Joe Rogan would beat him down so fast it wouldn't even be funny. Does 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 he know that Joe Rogan like fought? He was a fighter. He was an MMA fighter. It doesn't matter that he's bigger than Joe Rogan if he doesn't know how to fight. Right? Joe Rogan lived that. Joe Rogan was that. Just because you're taller or bigger or whatever, they live in this fantasy realm. Because that's what socialism is. Unless your name's Vladimir Putin or Xi Jinping or uh, what's the North Korean, whoever. It doesn't matter. Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Unless you're one of those guys who live in this socialist, communist state, it's a fantasy world. It is a fantasy world. Why are we continuing to give in to these people who, when you ask them a question, that's simple. It's logical. They can't even give you a statement, right? It's just like the movie Moneyball. I love the line in the movie Moneyball. Billy Bean, right? He's sitting in the room of all of his scouts. So all of these guys who sit around, they if they're looking to draft a player, to develop a player, they go and they watch all these uh, college games, trip triple-A games, single-A games, whatever, high school games, and they've you know, they done this for 20, 30 years. They've seen baseball. They've seen who gets drafted, who performs well, all of this stuff. And in the movie Moneyball, they're talking about this guy who, oh, if he gets 1,000 major league bats, he's going to be a great hitter. And Billy Bean looks at him and goes, if he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? And they had zero response for him. And it's just like, this is the things we see every day. If masks, if masks work, why don't they work? Right? How many times do we have to have this conversation? How much, how many times does logic have to prevail? Because facts don't care about your feelings. And the tough part is all everyone cares about is your feelings, right? You don't sell based on logic. You sell based on feelings, based on emotion. But at some point, you got to put on the, your big bur- your big girl boys in pants or your big girl and boys pants and ask yourself, at what point does the government taking more money out of my pocket, ruling over me more than they should, telling me what to do? At what point do I say no? Because if you give the government an inch, they'll take a foot. If you give them a foot, they'll take a mile. And at what point are we going to stand up? And it doesn't matter how stupid, how foolish it is. At one point, are we going to stand up and say enough is enough? Because if masks worked, why don't they work? 
If masks are supposed to work, are supposed to protect us, why don't they? They can't answer that question. It is wild. It is insane. And their ignorance goes so far as people, there was a tweet. It says, F you, Donald Trump. Right? That was taken a few years ago. And then most recently it says, those who are saying F Joe Biden are showing their hate and ignorance. Imagine hating a president who wants to improve your life. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So when Trump was president and the economy was booming, people were getting more jobs. People were getting better paying jobs. People's lives were improving. And now because you disagree with their beliefs and they're saying F Joe Biden, they're saying F the next president. And it's not improving your life. All I've seen is an increase in the cost of goods since Joe Biden's become president. That's not improving my life. Where does this, where does it stop? Where, when do we call it quits? When do we come together and finally realize? And rant. I don't get it, Chris. <laughs> when does the hub, what just share with me? When does the hypocrisy stop? It stops when we stop allowing it to influence the world. That's when it stops. We need more people to stand up and say enough is enough. And stop letting the other people run the asylum. You know, the insane people cannot run the asylum. And that's what keeps happening. Mm-hmm. Week in, week out. I mean, there, it, it's literally like every single day I've, I see something that I'm shaking my head going, that can't be real. That literally can't be real. There's no way that this is actually someone actually saying that. You know, like Jen Psaki standing up there at the podium at the White House correspondence and just saying, you know, like, oh, yeah, corporations aren't going to pass along those costs of increased taxes. It's it's so unbelievable that that's how they think or better yet, you know, like even that governor from Virginia in the in the election for Virginia, just saying the public schools, you know, people do not the general public can't be telling the public school what to teach. Parents don't have a right to tell the public school what to teach. Come on. I mean, like, you just shake your head and you're like, you do understand that we pay taxes, right? And those taxes are collected from the households to pay the uh, incomes of the teachers. And so we kind of do have a say (laughs) in what is taught. Or you know what? Fine. You do it your way. And we'll keep our money. Stop taking my money. I don't get why this public school thing has become such a thing, right? Like, A, I don't have to take my kid to a public school. B, I pay taxes. What, What? Why did we become a country of our own? No taxation without representation. We don't have representation anymore. We don't. That's that's why it's been so far gone. And Mr. Producer, if you could uh, cue up that video for the Virginia governor. 
Um, uh, I'm not sure me... we have it readily available, but it, it's so crazy how far we've 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 gone with this that you're literally going to tell me that I don't have any bearing on what my kids should learn, but you want them to learn things like critical race theory, which is some made up thing just to progress an agenda. I, I still don't, I know you've read up on it a little bit. I still don't know what critical race theory is because it doesn't even make sense when I say it. The fact that we're all like inherently racist. Is that, I mean, isn't that what it is in a nutshell? We're all inherently racist. Well, and that the country was born out of racism, you right. know, and slavery and, um, you know, the problem is if you agree and say, I, I understand where you're coming from. And yes, at that time in history, there were some really bad choices, you know, like slavery did exist. It's almost appalling to think about it today that someone could actually own a slave. I mean, it's 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 bizarre. It's crazy. It's 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 very foreign to most of us living in 2021 that anything like that could happen. But when you go back, we say, yeah, it did happen. And if you agree, then that's where they go. Ah, you do agree. And they try to get you. And it's like, no, but we've we've grown. We've changed. We've you're allowed to be better. You know, America is not perfect. It's very imperfect. But we're trying to be better every single day. And there's a lot of people who just want to go back and, be, and try to find the exception to everything instead of focusing on, you know, the problems that are being solved. Exactly. So, Mr. <laughs> Producer, I think you have that video. Um, I do. Throw it up. I do. Oh, it's going to open on Twitter. That's all right. Glenn, not to be knowledge about it, also take them off the shelves. And I'm not going to let parents come into schools and actually you take books out and make their own decisions. You vetoed it. So, yeah, I stopped the bill that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. But, you know, not I get really tired. Veto book. It's unbelievable. I don't think it, parents... It, it, <laughs> Just stop right there. They're not your kids. You don't get to tell them what to do. But, Chad, that's exactly what I'm saying the last couple of weeks. We're in a place now where our country is deciding we have a ruling class who's going to tell us, the rest of us little people, how we should live, what we should inject to our, in our bodies, what we need to wear on our face, what kind of money we need to make, uh, whether or not we can have a job, how we can raise our kids. This is ridiculous. This is borderline insane. Then we have a general who's like tipping off China on whether or not we're going to attack them. That's treason. These people are all treasonous and I've had enough. And again, mm, when does it fired up, end? Man. I'm fired up. When does it end? I can't take this anymore. That a governor should dict. So here's what the crazy part is. Our whole constitution was made so that state and local governments could dictate and have the power, right? So if we remove that power, 
That is, in essence, everything against the Constitution, right? We talked about this last week. Our founding fathers did not create the Constitution so that we could have monarchy rule again. That is everything that they left. If we pay taxes, we should have representation as to what's going on. Everyone can agree that your kids should learn math. Kids should learn how to read. Kids should learn grammar and things like that. But so many of us have gone through school and then you learn calc or something like that, right? Calculus or algebra, the uh, Pythagorean's theorem. And 20 years later, you're talking with your friends and you say to each other, have you ever used calculus? Have you ever used Pythagorean's theorem? Right, a squared plus b squared equals c c squared. I don't even know how that relates to any job oh, I've ever had. Because you have to find the length of the hypotenuse. <laughs> and by the way, uh, the derivative of x cubed is three x squared. Just saying. Exactly. Just so you know, that's so, calculus for you. So we have all of these things, right? We have all of these things that don't relate to a majority of our lives, and then you want to tell us that we should learn about something else that also doesn't relate. If you hate America so much, if America was derived off of being a racist country, go make your own country, right? Because there's so many more countries that are far worse than America. Go make them better. Dude, when you have guys like Pitbull coming out and saying, Mr. Worldwide is telling you, if you hate America, (laughs) then go to a socialist company country a communist country and see why people are leaving there to come here nobody is coming to go to you know nobody is going to cuba fleeing the united states that should tell you something by the way the southern border is a problem because we have it right here we have freedom those people aren't cruising up you know, Latin America on foot because they can't think of anything better to do. They're fleeing the very thing that all these libtards are trying to do here. And I don't get it. Like, look around. How much more evidence do you need to be able to see this on a day-to-day basis that it would and, and I love the, the, the thing like, oh, well, socialism uh, has never worked. Well, we, we already have socialism, uh, Chris, because uh, we, you, you do things. We all pay taxes. You do like private road or your public roads, right? When was the last time you drove on a public road? Well, today, you idiot. And I'm OK <laughs> with that. But what I'm not OK with is paying $200 million to Nancy Pelosi's district. Or paying for three billion dollars for tree equity—that's what I'm not okay with. Chris, Moron. if masks worked, why don't they work? Why don't they work? Right, and hey, so right. if the vaccine worked, why I, are you getting COVID? I want and somebody to comment on this, and I hope we can make this a clip. And again, I heard this on a radio show the other day, and this is a magnificent question. I don't want, I don't expect you to give me an answer because I don't think you'll have one. If the government is so great, so great, tell me one thing the government does better than the private sector. 
you can't name one. The only thing they do better is spend money. Right? They spend money a hell of a lot better. But tell me one thing. If you get to this, if you're listening to this podcast, to this video, and you get to this point, I want you to drop a comment and let us know one thing the government does better than the private sector. Because I want to talk about it on next week's show. I want to know what that one thing is, because it's so true. If you can tell me one thing the government does better than the private sector, I want to talk about it. I want to have you on as a guest. I got one. They pass the buck better than anybody else. (laughs) That's what they do. Exactly. There's like nothing that is not facetious (laughs) that you can say they do better. They don't do loans better. They don't do student loans better. They don't do healthcare better. They don't do anything better than the private sector. Nothing. It's infuriating. Uh, dude, I'm with you. I, I really am. I it's it's maddening. And I I'm <sighs> well, let's get to something better. Let's talk about something nice. Let's get to something better. <laughs> Got the wholesome story. This is great. Dude, isn't it? Just a couple days ago, a rescued seal celebrates birthday with an ice cake and falls asleep right on top of it. I mean, that's what I'm going to do on my birthday. Look at that. So great. Uh, If you could fall asleep on your birthday and just take it. I mean, that's actually the best birthday gift of all. Like time for a nap. Right. When's the last time you had time for a nap? (laughs) Not going to lie. The one thing that cracks me up the most is when I come across people who have kids and they're like, oh, I woke up at 10 a.m. today. Like you have kids and you woke up at 10? How is that even possible? My kid is beating me on the face at 6 (laughs) a.m. It doesn't matter when I go to bed. uh, Yeah, my kid's up on her oculus and which for those of you that don't know what an oculus is it's the virtual reality headset and she plays some game uh that uh you know is like i don't even know what it is like throwing a disc it's almost like virtual soccer but she's up there and slamming around and i feel like there's like a, a war upstairs in my house i don't even understand i'm like wake up Oh my God, what happened? So Facebook owns Oculus, right? Did you hear what happened to the people who got trapped in the Oculus when Facebook went down the other day? No, what happened? It's like Inception, man. They're still trapped in virtual reality. They Are they on the third escape. level? They've gone into the level of the level? Dude, they've, yeah, they're dreaming deep. They're trapped in there still. <laughs> I feel bad for those people. Man, oh, unbelievable. May God rest, rest their souls. The Matrix has them. So to get back <laughs> into it, I was reading this the other day. It was, uh, I don't know what this article is, from them.us. And so this has been going around for quite a while. Uh, Daniel Craig took over the James Bond movies. I think this will be his fifth iteration I like the James James Bond movies. I think they're great. 
Oh, and yeah. they've, I love him. Yeah. Daniel Craig's really come into his his own where he's not too much of the playboy of pass. He's they're a lot more action packed, which is nice. <laughs> and yeah, he's, he's definitely more of a uh, cold stone killer. Uh, right. James Bond as you know, like he lives up to the license to kill part for exactly. it. So exactly. Yeah. And this has been going on for quite a while, right? Well, Hey, we should have a black person play the next James, James Bond. Uh, we should have a woman play the next James Bond. James Bond. Well, now Ben Winshaw, who oddly enough is Q in the James Bond movies, who is the smart scientist, always comes up with these new fancy tools for James Bond to use. He says a gay person should play James Bond. That will be real progress. And here's what I don't get about all of this stuff. This is everything the liberals push. Everything they do, everything they continue to go forward with. They're trying to take something that is someone else's and say, you don't get to do that, right? I'm not sharing anymore. This is my sandbox, right? And the world is my sandbox. You don't get to play in it. Why? Because I said so. They're like a three-year-old kid. If you want to go have uh, a gay James Bond, if you want to go have a female James Bond, go make another movie, why do you have to take away from someone else to push your agenda? Go make your own agenda. Well, I'm curious. How is that progress? I don't understand how that's quote unquote progress because that the last time I checked, I mean, and I'm look, we can talk about LGBTQT, whatever. Uh, I have friends. Uh, I don't judge. I I, you know, to me, it doesn't matter. Like there's people who get all fired up about this. I really don't care. I, I am fascinated that like people decide that their identity is wrapped up around their sexuality, but you know, either, neither that or whatever, but I still don't understand how, if you're making progress, what are we progressing to? Because last time I checked, they're in the extreme minority, like the vast majority of humanity would be classified as heterosexual. Uh, and if I'm wrong, feel free to fact check me on that. But I, that's just my impression that I get that I understand wanting to have acceptance and it's okay to accept, but how is that progression? What are we trying to progress to? Are we trying to now make that where the ultra slim minority is now uh, the majority? I don't know. I don't understand what you're trying to accomplish with that. So I don't even follow along. I, I, I mean, the argument for like having a female version of like double, make it double eight to your point, have double O eight, make it a female, do a crossover, make a movie with a double O seven and a double O eight. Yeah. But double eight was a loser. Double eight was Sean Bean, I think. And like the first yeah. movies and double eight got killed. Yeah. Lame. So they need it. Yeah, so 008's killed. They need a new one. They need to replace him. There's a new 008. So it's it's super funny that you mentioned that because James Bond is 007, right? Right. So, one, his name is James Bond. If you want to have a female, call her Jane Bond. Call her whatever you want. She can be 007. That's just the secret agent's ID, right? She can be whatever she wants. But it's just it's just like the whole... 
civil court case of the baker who didn't want to bake a cake for a gay person. It went against his religious beliefs. He doesn't believe in gay marriage. Why are you trying to cram this ideology down someone else's throat? Like you're so stupid that you're going to give business to someone who doesn't like you. Imagine walking into somewhere and be like, hey, I know you hate me right now, but I still want to make sure you have a job. I still want to make sure your business makes profit. Take your cake somewhere else. Yeah. Are there, is there no one else who is, uh, you know, LGBTQT that has a cake shop that specializes in making, like, why? I don't get it. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. You know, um, I do believe, you know, (laughs) that's the problem though, is that people say, no, it's my way or the highway. And I always take umbrage with anyone who tells another human, you have to do this. That's not freedom. And whether it's in the healthcare sector, like, well, healthcare should be a right. Well, hold on. That means in order for you to have health care, another human has to go to school for 12 years and pay an ungodly amount of money and study late nights. And then for you to tell them that they have to take care of you because it's your right. I just have a problem with that. Or the same thing, like you have to go learn how to make cakes and you have to make me a cake or you have to have this vaccine in order to have your job. If you want to work here, you have to do this. Anytime you get into that language, I just really struggle with that because that's not freedom. That's not freedom. It's not freedom. And you were just rolling into the next, the next, the next topic, right? As Donald Trump Jr. So you know, hate him or love him, hate the whole family. Love them all. Who cares? It's such Honestly, a good point. He's kind of a tool. He's kind of a tool. Like, I mean, I'm not going to argue. He's definitely with not. He, he's not his dad. He's he's a one. Right. Nah, don't get me started. I don't really like. <laughs> I mean, he he makes some good points, but like, come on. I mean, it's almost like he's got a cast that's helping him write this stuff. I don't think he's ever had an original thought. Right. And it goes to what you're saying, right? He he. Tweeted out the other day. Only Democrats could be dumb enough to think it's a brilliant strategy to fire thousands of nurses, doctors, and other first responders during a pandemic. Way to think this one through, guys. Great work. And exactly what you're saying. It's it's this mentality of bend to our will or else. Right? Bend to our will or else. And like you've so eloquently pointed out as we've chatted before is that if you're taking a vaccine, there's not been one other vaccine in the time of men that has been used to protect others against you. You don't get a flu vaccine to protect others against you getting the flu virus, right? You don't take the polio vaccine or the Tdap or anything like that to protect you against others. So now all of a sudden, we should take a vaccine to protect others against us, yet you can still spread the virus. You can still get the virus if you have the vaccine. If masks work, Chris, why don't they work? (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't if know masks why work, they don't why work. don't they work? Why can you go to college football stadiums all across the country and NFL games all across the country and everybody can pack into a stadium, but yet my kid has to wear a mask in her sixth grade class all day? Why? Right, because Fox News doesn't get paid for you to live on this earth. They get paid for your attendance at a football game. They get paid for you to watch the football game, right? Because they have the media contracts. They get paid from the viewership, from the ad revenue. But so does Disney, and you know who owns ABC and ESPN, and they televise the games. There you go. Because Chris, if masks work, why don't they work? I don't get it. I feel like we're on loop here. Were you trying to be like a Democrat? You keep saying the same thing over and over again. You're right. I'm trying to braid you with emotional logic. But I don't think well, that, that works. Allow, <laughs> allow, please allow me the opportunity to be our resident Democrat today. And... uh I, I actually just can't do that. I'm so sorry. I was going to attempt to do that, but I just can't do it. I, Chris, that's because you're a white male. That's because you're racist. How, how could you not care about your fellow neighbor? Are you serious? You don't think that people like Ron DeSantis out there spreading hate? That is karma that happened to their wife. They're spreading hate oh, out wow. there, Chris. They're trying to kill wow. other people. Wow. That's a Democrat in a nutshell. But are they really? I I feel like I do feel like Democrats get a bad rap because it's easy to pick out the idiots in the Democrat Party and then extrapolate that out across the whole party. Just like, dude, don't even get me started. I can go find some plenty of idiot Republicans. 100 percent. And and I really think that's the problem. We got to cut through the bullshit. And what we really what I really need is I need some Democrat friends of mine to step up to the plate and start saying, like a Joe Manchin is saying, and like, you know, these other senators that are stepping up and going, no, we're not going to blow three, five, five trillion. You know, we're just not going to do it. And we need people to get us back to some reasonableness where we're all in it together. We're. Dude, Chad, let me ask you for real. I know we talked about a lot of stuff and we get pretty fired up on the show and I definitely have my opinions. But do you do you feel like we could ever get back to a place where we we love one another as a country and uh, actually think about others instead of just our you know handful of things that we, uh, you know, want for ourselves, for our own personal lives? See, I. I have, I get very torn up about this and here's the main reason, right? Is, and you don't have to believe with me and not you, but people listening in a general term, right? I believe in the Bible. I believe in Christianity. And from the very moment that Adam and Eve were in the garden, sin was created. And from that moment on, it's not going to get better. Right, sin is not going to go away. Uh, sin is continuing to pervert the earth, and we're not—I'm not, not perfect, perfect either. I sin every day. I'm a sinner, uh, but you know, in terms of all of the stuff that you see happening and the perversion of all of these things, I mean, I would love to say that we're going to love one another, and I think us like-minded 
people who have believed in our heart and, you know, profess that Christ is Lord will have that one day in the, you know, in another earth in the risen earth. But Oof. in terms of what's going on on this earth right now, I, it's tough to say that that's possible because America was really founded as, you know, so let's start from the 1700s, right? America was trying to create their own country. And before that, there was a ton of great, a ton of great, uh, what's the word? Empires, right? You had the Romans and Caesar and all of them and every empire pretty soon just turned to being what the United States looks like it's heading towards. And all of a sudden they crumble, they falter. And the U.S. is almost, in our generation at least, is the last great empire of what's going on, right? There's not too many empires who have prospered and succeeded like we have in the United States of America. And it's just continuing to get more perverted. And the reason is because you have guys like Mitch McConnell who are just rhinos. They're not conservatives. They're not trying to uphold anything. They're there because Mitch Mitch McConnell knows he's kicking the grave in a few years, right? I mean, he's not too far off. He's far older than we are. I mean, looks like the crypt keeper. Exactly. I mean, so, does. I'm not lying. These guys don't really care as long as they're getting a paycheck. But then you do have some great guys like a Rand Paul, a Josh Hawley. And the funny part about some of these guys is – they're not necessarily Republicans. They're more like a libertarian, right? And me and you, I just want to clear the air a little bit here. Me and you are very, if, if, if you're gay and you want to get married, get married. Amen. Right. If you're going to go out and you choose to have an abortion, I don't agree with that, but who am I to make that choice for you? And I don't like saying that I, I would never vote for it. I would never go for it. I don't think it's right, but you're also going to lie, steal, and adulter. So if you want to make that choice, just be ready to face the consequence. Right? Yeah, I think that's actually where a lot of us have forgotten that we're not the judge and the jury for uh, humanity. You know, humanity. <laughs> that's that's exactly it. Yeah, you, you know, we, we believe that if you step back, just think about things for a second, that there is clearly, you know, a higher power, you can call it whatever you want, but I mean, I think you would be hard pressed to be like, no, there's nothing else. When you die, we become trees and we blow in the wind. Okay, great. Well, what a sad existence you have uh, and lack of vision to look around and see, you know, I just want to be a tree when I die. Everything. I want to blow in the wind. I, yeah, I heard you do a lot of work with breezes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dude, I just, you know, I, I I was curious what your take was. And that was that was very well said. Uh, but I really hope that at some point we get back to remembering that we're just trying to do the best we can. Uh, that's why it's so scary when our government and, and you're faced at the barrel of these choices of like, you do this or else you bend to our will or else. Uh, it's, it's not far off from the empire from, uh, you know, star Wars, you know, if you, if you go watch that analogy, it's pretty interesting, you know, Palpatine turning Vader perverts 
freedom. He does. And, and he makes it sound so great. And that's exactly what people who are trying to control you do. They try to twist things to make it seem like you're doing the right thing. Uh, you know, even like in, in, the, in the analogy there, Star Wars, you know, Anakin says to Padme, like, I'm going to end this war. I'm going to provide peace. I can end the war through power, through destruction, because you're going to bend to my will. And I just don't think that's how we can get along. And I, I want, I'm terrible. I'm actually, I'm going to say this, you know, and I said this on the show uh, a couple weeks ago or last week, I don't remember, but I've heard rumors even more that Trump is going to run in 2024. It's looking more and more like that. And, you know, with the, I mean, Biden's in the tank on his, everybody's seen that the ID, uh, the ideals of, you know, the progressives are just, it's not going to work for the country. We're not there yet. We're not ready. It's bad. But Trump is not the answer because he can't unify us. He can only continue the divide that's there and just flip-flop to the other side. And I just don't think we need that anymore. It's funny you say that because have you seen that story about the Marine who is now jailed uh, for speaking his mind? Uh, Colonel Scheller, I think is his name. I, I saw they put him in jail. That's unbelievable to <laughs> me. I mean, I get it. You're following rules and he stepped out of line. And so by the letter of the law, yes, he's you know thrown in the brig. But like, come on, that's uh, – Somebody just needs to filter things through a brain cell at some point and be like, yeah, that's a really bad idea. So what was super interesting about that? Yeah, is he, he was dissing Trump as, you know, as well as Biden. And he, he said exactly what you said was no way. was Trump is Trump is not going to unify the country. Is that he may be good and what he did, but part of what he was saying is Trump is not going to unify the country. He's not a unifier. He did nothing, which me and you both, I mean, we're we were Trump Trump supporters. I think his agenda, the things he pushed forward were good. But the mean tweets, the public face of what he did did nothing to unify the country. And you know, part of me says the media was never gonna let that happen anyway, but if you're just giving into it and making it worse, are you doing your part either? So here's the thing. I, you know, I am a professional. I do a lot of things for a living, but, uh, and, and I know language and I know negotiation at a very high level. And some of the tactics and things in, that you do in a strategy and a tactical approach towards winning in a negotiation are exactly what Trump does. And here's what he does. And, and just tell me if I'm wrong. When he's talking, you can go back and listen to him. He puts a label on something. So if he doesn't like something, he labels it something funny, something catchy, i.e. Sleepy Joe, Crooked Hillary, right? Mm -hmm. And then he resonates. So now he's placed a label on it, and then he hammers it home. He divides away and segments the people who support Sleepy Joe and Crooked Hillary into one camp. And then he's he's parsing them out. And that's my point. He's that's when people say he's a divider. He's playing yes. the liberals game. But he's literally late. He's he's just putting an identification to the label where the Democrats don't really do that. They just do it behind the scenes. OK, 
well, and then occasionally they mess up when, you know, like Hillary Clinton called, uh, you know, her opponents deplorables, people who think of that. And so then, of course, it's a label. He attaches it and creates an identity behind it and continues to push that narrative. So that's my point. His strategy is to label things and continue the divide. He's not ever going to be able to bring those people into the fold. He's never going to be able to find commonality and raise the bar together. He only cuts them from the herd. And he, here's what's so great about that is I'm going to give props to the liberals here because that's how they play their their game. And like you said, they do it behind closed doors and they do it so good to the fact that people call them liberals, <laughs> which literally is for – liberty and for your freedoms and being able to express those freedoms. So they take that mantra and they ram it home yet their explanation of creating liberties is to take away from someone else's liberties. Cause if you don't agree with us, you're stupid. We should turn the whole In public order- against you. Yeah, what it is, is it's in order to have freedom and liberty, you have to do A, B, and C, which, you know, in this case, in our current world, in order for you to be free to go to wherever you want and celebrate Christmas with your family and have a job, you need to go get a vaccine. We don't care what you think about the vaccine. In order to be free, you have to do that. We don't care if vaccines are a self-sustaining vehicle. We don't we don't care. You're going to take the vaccine because we told you you have to take the vaccine. I'm going to say it one more time. If masks work, why don't they work good? Why don't they work good? I don't know, man. And it's, it's so it's, this whole thing, which I, I'm not really sure which way to go with this. But there was the whistleblower for Facebook came out, had testified today. Yeah. Earlier well, today, as well, we're recording this had- on a Tuesday. But she had that, her interview that was, uh, you know, uh, broadcast on 60 Minutes on CBS on Sunday nights. Right. And, so and it's almost night. like they set you up for that, right? They're like, hey, can we get the 60 Minutes thing in? And then the Democrats come in talking about, you know, all this uh, body shaming stuff and females and all these things. I forget what Jen, Jen Psaki said. Uh, I I love I've heard her called peppermint patty a few times and it's so great. Yeah. You can't unsee it. You can't unsee it. (laughs) Every time I see her, all I think about is peppermint patty. And and that's the labeling, right? Not that that really is good or bad or whatever. You just, you just did a Trump move right there. Right. But this whistleblower comes out and is talking about how Facebook continued to push profit over morals right they knew really that shocking it's not yeah but it's it's crazy because isn't facebook the company that has censored conservative media even though even though some people have come out and said the exact opposite i don't know again i don't know what world you live in i think you're hoping i walk off the flat earth someday i'm super confused by that but Facebook, this company that has put up 
ballot boxes in liberal states for people to drop off votes, right? So that they could have better access to it, who is given to Democratic campaigns. And that's the whole thing. When Joe Biden goes out and says his Build Back Better agenda is not is to cut or to tax the rich more and not cut taxes on the middle class, do people not understand how these things work? Rich people don't pay taxes because they're rich. And then at the same point, they don't pay taxes because they are rich. They know the loopholes. There's loopholes in every tax code that allows them to not have to pay taxes in certain areas. And at the same point, they employ thousands of people. You have your job, most likely, if it's not at a small business, because you work for a rich person who has the responsibility to pay you. Right? Everyone's collective income at big companies is far more than the guy on top. But you bet your butt you're darn lucky that he's there, that he created Amazon, that he created a Facebook, uh, whatever company, you name it, because you wouldn't have a job. This is is everything we talk about. Aren't you glad that someone created a, a business so that you could get paid and have a life and have a job? Right? Aren't you glad that Ray Kroc did what the the McDonald's brothers didn't do? Couldn't do. Couldn't and wouldn't. Exactly. Aren't you glad? Mm -hmm. Because that gave you a job. Stop making excuses. Go out and be be better. Well, but that's the short-sightedness that people don't recognize how economics truly works. And people think, oh, that's a big business. Well, how did it get there? It didn't start as a big business. It's never started as a big business, but it has a lot of capital that someone has to be a steward of. So, yes, big companies that have been around for a long time, like take Ford Motor Company. Was Henry Ford uh, a big millionaire and like a super successful person when he started Ford Motor Company? Did he have hundreds of millions of dollars? Was the Ford family just uber wealthy? And it was like, you know, his dad and his dad and his dad, they just had the money for forever. And he just decided, you know what? I'm going to make a car. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a vehicle. And then we're going to, you know, just, yeah, make some money, whatever. No, he started from next to nothing. He built, he had an idea. He created a company. That company grew and it added a person. And then he partnered with another person. And then he partnered with another person. And now you've got a company today that employs over 50,000 people. To your point, it grew. And thank God he started that company. Otherwise, a lot of people here in Detroit, Michigan wouldn't have jobs, wouldn't have incomes. And yeah, they pay taxes on that. And that's my point is like everybody's like, well, the rich need to pay their fair share. Well, do they get credit for the fact that they employ 50,000 people and all the taxes that those people pay? Or should he just fire all those people and be like, okay, well, I'll hire everyone that I'll, I'll just do it myself. Plus, on top of that, I'll inject this in here real quick. Not only do the employees pay taxes, but the employer pays, I believe it's 15%. So because basically the taxes that are made on that income, FICA. 
are split between the employer correct. and the employee. So whatever That's you're correct. paying in taxes, whatever's coming out of your paycheck, yeah, your employer's paying the same thing. So if you're going to sit here and bitch about it, them not paying taxes, honestly, I think you just need to shove it up your ass. Just That's my opinion. Attack helicopter <laughs> coming in hot! Mr. Producer, for the I win. And so to take that to the next level too, I feel – so before I knew better, I thought that the government just just paid unemployment taxes, right? Unemployment taxes are paid for by businesses. They're yeah. paid for by the company that you left. Now, there's stipulations to it based on the previous company. You have to work there in certain states, six months or something like that like that but they're paid for by the companies they pay an unemployment tax off of every dollar that you earn it's it's unemployment insurance and the businesses basically get together and pay the premium for that insurance policy in the state that's how it works and so if you're a michigan corporation yeah like so i know because i own a company here in michigan yeah and I have to declare if I have employees and when I had employees at my company that were W-2 employees, yes, I paid their FICO taxes. Yes, I paid all those things in addition. So if I paid someone $15 an hour as a wage, yeah, they had taxes that came out and they maybe got like, you know, $12 of that hour, but I had to pay three more dollars. So I was actually, my true cost was $18 an hour. And then on top of that, money goes into a separate fund for the unemployment. So if I let those people go, they can collect unemployment off of that uh, that pool of money that all of the business owners in the state of Michigan put into. See, and here's the thing about economics that I don't think a lot of people understand. And I'm no economist. There's plenty well, of smarter am. people in here than me and you both, not to, you know, bash you you've you've learned more of this but that is not your profession (laughs) correct i know i went to school for it yeah but it's not your profession so human nature and the reason why amazon is so great is the simplest way to get from point a to point b will induce human action that's why amazon gives you a one-click buy if you can go onto that website one click buy and purchase something you are more apt to buy that product yeah pain versus pleasure people move towards pleasure over the pain of things and the the ease pleasure in this case is is easy ordering a one click buy and having sent right to your door yeah as opposed to the pain of getting in your car driving across town in exactly and doing all this stuff and standing in line and going into the shelves and picking up things and then loading in your car and driving back home and unloading it into your house why do that when I can just click a button, have Amazon drop it on my doorstep? Right. So how more apt are you to buy something when there's a snowstorm going on? Yep. You're not because every barrier to that creates inaction. So you have economics, right? There's two ways to look at this. Some people talk about infusing money in the bottom and going up or infusing money in the top and going down, trickle down economics. The difference is... One is a simpler path to creating the same result because everyone, the, these two different types of economics are all about creating income or creating more jobs, better paying jobs and things like that. The difference is at some point that money has to go to the top, does it not? At some point, the money has to go to the top. And at the top is where jobs are made. 
So if you want to create more jobs, if you want to create a better economy, you have to not tax the rich because they're the ones creating jobs. You have to give them an opportunity to produce more income so they can pay their people better and still reap the profits, especially when it's a publicly traded company. Because it's not just that person on top, but then you have the opposite. When you infuse cash, if they do 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 that ever, if you do infuse cash into the bottom, now those people have to go out and spend that money to those com- companies, you know, thus creating another two, three layers to this process to now giving jobs back. But now my question to you, Chris, is what happens if they don't spend that money in those areas? Yeah. So that's one of the most interesting things that I usually talk to people about is the pendulum that swings between the ideology of the right and the left. And this is why it gets visceral, because capitalism is typically a right wing, you know, conservative approach. And in my opinion, is the best system ever created in the world for creating wealth. Uh, and, and I could give a thousand examples of that, but I would just encourage people to just Google it and see because you can tap into that. The problem is it is ripe for con- ca- um, not, uh, I was going to say uh, it's ripe for. Um, oh, geez, I just lost the word that I was thinking of. Uh, corruption. You just confused That's all of us here. Yeah, it was. It's, <laughs> but, you know, when you go to the right and you have that and people cut to the top, they have corruption. In the in the in private companies and things like that, there's corruption, there's manipulation, there's monopolies that create, and then they they push people out. Sure, and you you kind of see that right now on the social media front, where you've got Facebook who knows that thing they're doing things that are wrong, but they're still doing, um, you know, things what's going to make wrong. them money. <laughs> they're going to do they're going to do the money. They're going to take the money, and they don't the, the hell with the consequences. And and what happens then? Is that people who are liberal and on the left go, that's not right. Social justice, that's not right. And the pendulum swings and they implement, they take the government, they weaponize the government who can have oversight and institute laws and strip people, you know, companies of power and and change how companies are doing things. And they can swing that pendulum to the left. Well, the problem is then you get all the way to the left where you start doing socialism and people start being forced to pay for things that they don't want to pay for. You know, corruption happens on the other side where there's just a total lack of accountability on where your dollar is going. And see, I think that's where a lot of us are at right now. We're looking at a $3.5 trillion you know, infrastructure bill, and people are going, I don't want to pay for that stuff. I'm not paying for that. Right, because your money becomes dictated versus you dictating your money. Correct. And then people get pissed and go, no, we're not going to do that. And then you bring in a guy like Trump who swings the pendulum back to the policies that bring jobs and corporations and and empowers corporations to employ people here in the United States. Unemployment goes down to next to nothing. People are making money, but then that, you know, that power and that corruption fits, you know, it just, it swings back and forth. And if we could ever get to the point, this is the part that I have the most problem with is the church and the lack, lack of faith that we have as a country. We've lost our way. 
Because if we just took care of one another and we actually loved our neighbor the way that the Bible says we're supposed to, that you're supposed to love your neighbor as yourself, we wouldn't have these problems, but we don't do it. We don't, we just don't do it. We don't, we don't care about our neighbor. We don't help them. We don't help the people who are in need. And so therefore those people cry out not to God. They don't say their prayers and their, their thoughts to God and say, help me. They cry out by voting Democrat and putting the government in control and saying, Hey government, you're now our God, please save us. And the revelation behind that is if the government has you always concerned about money, what are you not concerned about? Everything else, because you're always trying to figure out how you're going to eat, how you're going to make rent, how you're going to go to school, how you're going to buy a book, how you're going to afford gas. If the government always has you worried about those things, they control you. Cause you're not worried about anything else. Mm -hmm. That's why those guys at the top, the CEOs, they know there's always a loophole in the taxes, right? The money's got to come somewhere. Like <laughs> Joe, Joe Biden says there will be $0 spent on my build back better agenda or zero, yeah. $0 to fund it it'll or whatever cost, he said. It'll cost, yeah. It'll, it'll cost, cost $0. Cause I'm taxing the wealthy. You're insane. When you yep. tax the wealthy, we all lose. We all lose because now they're not paying us more because you're you're taking more money from from them. They're not getting the better paying jobs. Cost more, and the things they produce and serve and do, your products and services cost more. The end. The end. So listen to this. I was looking at some products the other day or earlier today. I think it was. And in the past year, there was products I saw were quoted a year before, literally in September of 2020, September 26, I think was, was the date. So almost a year, the products had gone up 280%. Mm. But I'm, even though I'm, the cost of products uh, has gone up, I'm, I'm not getting paid more. I'm not getting paid more to afford those products. The only difference has been a change in our government administration. Yeah, it's hard not to draw, draw that court correlation for sure. So with that said, Chris, you know, at the end of the day, we just need to love one another, right? I mean, that's what is supposed to happen. But people don't even acknowledge that anymore. That's the problem. See, I think the biggest thing is a lot of people go through life and we face heartaches, we face headaches. And I know a lot of people growing up in my circle of influence that, and I, I want to share this because I hope if you're this person that I can hopefully inspire change. But at some point, you got to just do things for people and not expect anything in return. Even if people have done things for you in the past and have expected things in return, which often happens, right? That's this is the whole quid pro quo politics that 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 we see. This is why the rich don't pay more. This is why the rich don't care anyway, because they're so rich it doesn't matter. As long as you're willing to do something for me, yeah, I'll do something for you. 
but stop worrying about whatever happened. Stop worrying about that person who expected something in return. Just do it out of the kindness of your heart because you love your neighbor, right? Don't loan people money. Give people money. Yeah, that would be a great start, I think, if uh, universally across the board, we actually started helping one another out. That's a fact. So, my man, what a good show. Commander you got Dayton. anything else you want us? What I say to my audience. Attack and, helicopter. Uh, Mr. Producer had a great insert in there. That's fantastic. Dude, that was legendary. I'm okay <laughs> with more of that. I, and what people need to do is they need to go to our YouTube channel here and subscribe. And uh, that way they can get the updates and get the new videos as they roll out. Cause you never know when there's going to be one with attack helicopter coming at you. <laughs> I, I hope you make that into a clip for the week. I do too. <laughs> Just a little blurb. Let's throw it out on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever, TikTok. What, what, what makes it great is the fact that when we brought, uh, we brought Matthew on board here as our producer. We we're super excited. This is now, uh, you know, I don't know, our fourth or fifth show uh, that's being produced and actually high level quality. But on our pregame, he, this is the guy who's like, hey, some of the things that you guys should do is like maybe, you know, keep it clean language and things like that. And then the one time he talks, he's like swearing <laughs> up a storm. And I'm like, what? what? Who is this guy? Happened? And now I was like, yes, attack helicopter. (laughs) So great. One every second of it. Did I actually mention that you guys should keep it clean, family friendly? Or no? Yes, you did. I did? Every every week. Every week. You said something about like algorithms and like it's better and it doesn't get flagged. Right, A like squared that. plus B squared oh. equals C squared. Something well, that, like that's, that. That's why we edit it in post. That's why we. That's why we cut the show. But but we don't want to edit. We don't want. I want a live Unfiltered. cut of that. I want it raw, censored. <laughs> <laughs> so Commander Walls, as always, what a great week! Can't wait till next week. It's going to be Commander awesome. Dayton. I know what I said. Go in grace and uh, blessed day, my friend. Peace be with you. Blessed be the fruit.